Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Lights Camera Pro Podcast, where we interview entertainment pros about their careers and how they became successful in the industry. The secrets to their success here every week. Here's your host, Sean Ventura. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lights Camera Pro Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Ventura. And I just want to say go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, rate, and review. Our guest today is Matt Moderno. He is of the Believe in Wizards podcast. That's spelled B-L-E-A-V, Believe in Wizards. It's part of a network of sports podcasts. He's got a lot of insight about the Wizards, the NBA, the bubble. It's going to be great. Here we go. Sean Ventura here with the Lights Camera Pro podcast. And I'm here with Matt Moderno from the Believe in Wizards podcast. Hey, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to be here. So, Matt, um, how you doing, man? I'm good. Just getting used to this uh, new norm when we, you know, we web stream and live stream and all this yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I know. So. It's crazy. Everybody's doing it. The Believe in Wizards podcast. Is that part of, I was kind of looking around, is that part of a Believe network or something? Yeah. So, it's a, it's a larger podcast network, the Believe network. So, like you said, B-L-E-A-V, not the traditional spelling of Believe. Uh, right. I guess they try to get a little cute with it. But the general premise is that you... Um, pair a host up with an athlete and they try to cover the goal is to have one uh, show for every professional sports team. So um, Rick Barry does the golden state warriors podcast. Uh, Ike Taylor does the Steelers. Obviously Larry does our, our, um, you know, does our show. So they got a pretty good, pretty good amount of stuff. Um, You know, former Kentucky wildcat, Tony Delk does the Kentucky podcast. So that's it's a good idea i think because you have so many people where it's it just gives you more credibility i think is kind of the big goal right right and um and what is your experience as far as like um people listening is it like hundreds of downloads or thousands um uh, we're still in the hundreds range you know honestly it it sort of depends um you know on who the guest is that that makes things fluctuate a pretty good amount so um, you know, it might be a couple hundred one week if it's just the two of us, you know, catching people up on some basketball news, or if it's uh, one of Larry's former teammates, you know, we're, we're tripling that or, you know, it just, it really does right. kind of depend. And I think the big thing for us is, uh, you know, we really kicked this off, you know, right around the, when the quarantine started, our goal originally was kind of have like a soft launch, the second half of the season, you know, get everything together and then have like free agency to work on things and, and kind of build on the show and, and grow it organically. But it's just hard to have a, a podcast where you want to talk about actual gameplay when there's no game. So, yeah, no yeah, no, I'm sure that's super difficult. Have you, um, uh, all right, I'm going to stop asking questions, but I'm going to ask one more. Um, have you had wall or Beal on the show? No, we haven't yet. Um, we were kind of hoping to like build up a little more of a foundational base first before, you know, pulling our, our big guns out and, right. uh, and going to that. So, um, you know, 
Larry Hughes, my co-host, is from St. Louis. Brad Beal is also from St. Louis, so pretty easy connection there. And he knows right. Brad. And um, Jason Tatum, the place for the Celtics, is is Larry's godson. So I think we'll probably try to get Jason on at some point. But oh, awesome. it's been kind of it's been kind of a weird summer for them too. So um, you know, it, it was one of those things where we're trying to wrestle with the right time to to kind of bring those guys in. Right, right. So can you tell me, because we have a lot of podcasters that are interested in this. Um, can you tell me, well, I know Believe, I keep saying Believe, but it's Believe, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the network was started at, at some point, but I'm really just right now interested in you and how you got started and how you got involved with the podcast. Uh, yeah, so we've been we've been going since, well, we started kind of putting this together conceptually in January. Um and, and we've been like running shows since March. So still pretty new to this. Um, you know, it was one of those things where, uh, some mutual connections I have mentioned that, that believe the podcast network was looking for, for hosts and, and trying to fill up certain shows. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm from the DC area originally, the wizards are my team of preference. Um, I, I cover the team for a couple different blogs. Um, so it was just one of those things where, uh, I have an interest and, and, and some background knowledge and, you know, been in the locker room and covered the team and stuff like this. So, uh, it, it just made a lot of sense. And then it became kind of, who's the right co-host to do it with. And that was sort of the open question for a while. And, and, uh, I have a good friend of mine who's, um, basketball coach and had mentioned he had, you know, some experience with Larry a decade or maybe two, almost two decades ago at this point. And, just, you know, talked about what a nice guy he was. He's personally one of my favorite players to watch on the Wizards. So I uh, didn't see him doing a lot of media. So, we, hey, Larry, would you be interested? And, um, you know, luckily it was a yes. How do you get together with Larry and how does that all work? Like, do you guys rehearse beforehand? Because he's not like you. He hasn't done a blog or anything like that. You said he has a camp and he does some other things. But how do you get him in there and get him used to doing this? Uh, you know, we did one dry run and, um, you know, I think for us, that's kind of why we wanted to do like sort of a soft launch to this and and slowly build up to things. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's just been kind of a natural at it, to be honest with you. He's just a well-spoken articulate dude. He he knows the game at at, at such a, an intricate level that, um, it's just easy for him to talk about it. And it's been kind of a natural fit. And, And I try to, you know, do a lot of the show prep work to make things as easy on him as I can. And, Hey, you know, here are the topics, uh, here are some, some key questions I think we'll want to hit on, but, uh, overall it's, it's just been really kind of easy. It's flowed pretty well together. Best wizard of all time. This is your opinion. It's not bleacher report or nba.com or Larry Hughes. So number one, John wall, who I think is a great player. So much fun to watch. Uh, number two, Michael Jordan. He's one of the, if not the greatest player of all time, but does it, it gets so tricky with these polls. Does it count? Cause he was only on the wizards for two years. And then your co-host, Larry Hughes, which you might have to say, cause he's your co-host. Are, are we talking just specifically the wizards history or are we counting bullets here too? Uh, wizards and bullets and the whole thing. Yeah. I know. Um, I saw some other names online that uh, I wasn't familiar with, but if you want to talk about them too, uh, <clears throat> just go ahead. Yeah, I think Larry will give me a pass here just just for duration. Um, you know, John Wall's been a multi-time all-star for a decade. So of that list, I think you have to say he's the best wizard of that group. Um, you know, obviously MJ in his prime is 
my personal opinion, the best player ever. So if, if we're talking who of those guys had the best ceiling, that's that's obviously uh, a Jordan. But I, I would say the best player in Washington franchise history is probably Wes Unseld. Um, it's unbelievable post player, rebounder, defender, um, outlet passer, uh, and took them kind of their only championship uh, in the late seventies. So I, I think that's probably the the consensus answer. But um, you know, for me in, in my time, um, in really, uh, I think the the peak of Gilbert Arenas would would be sort of my mm. my answer. You know, that's the the Larry Hughes Gilbert Arenas Anton Jameson teams those are the ones that really got me as as into basketball as I am just the most fun I've had watching a team awesome yeah and Gilbert Arenas wasn't he on the Warriors too at one point yeah it was actually funny um uh Larry got traded from Philadelphia to Golden State uh they drafted Gilbert they had Jameson as well um Larry left in free agency to go to the Wizards uh and then they eventually um, traded or Gilbert joined in free agency in Washington as well. And then they later traded for Jamison. So they were all in Golden State together and they weren't very good there. And then fast forward a couple of years in Washington and, uh, you know, they were one of the probably six, seven best teams in the league. Very cool. And do you know who uh, what the um, hosting service is for your uh, podcast? Uh, we put our stuff up on Art19. Oh, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Uh, yeah, it's 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 worth a look. Um, it, it sort of aggregates it to all the major platforms for you. So it's another yeah. I have Libsyn, which does mm-hmm. that also. I do it to like fourteen different platforms: mm-hmm. iHeartRadio and Apple and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't heard of Arc Nineteen at all in all my research. Uh, Arc Nineteen, like just ART. Um, it's yeah. it's what uh you know, some of the, like the wizards talk and things like that, that do the NBC, um, you know, hosted podcasts. They use that a couple of the other big ones. So I think it's worth a look. It's been good for us. Um, the network sort of sets that stuff up and it makes it pretty easy on us to just, I go in, put on all the basic info, upload, you know, tag it, all that good stuff. Yeah. And, um, so, okay. So I have a couple of questions. One is, are you guys recording in a studio um, are you recording remote? Well, you're recording remotely now, but before this COVID happened, were you recording in a studio or just in an office or? Uh, so we're each recording individually. Um, we've, I think the majority of our episodes have featured a guest. So it is kind of easier to do that through zoom recorded as a call. And then I go through and edit it all after, but, uh, Larry actually lives full time in St. Louis. Um, you know, I think during a typical year, there's, He's on the road a lot and a lot of appearances and stuff like that. But uh, he does run a youth academy in St. Louis, try to give back to the community there where he's from. So uh, we would it would be remote most of the time anyway. Um, And then I have my my home office and stuff that we can record from. And you're in D.C. Yeah, I'm in Maryland, but, you know, close enough to to D.C. Right. And how are you promoting it? Do you have ads? Do you have just like promoting games? Well, there's not games, but would you promote games and like come out to Friday night to for one tickets or something? Yeah, I mean, I think um, one of the things we'll try to get into is is trying to do some actual promotion with the team once there's some things to tie it back to. And, uh, you know, like I've seen it where another podcast has done like, hey, come to come to G league night at the, the G league affiliate. And we'll, we'll do all the fans could come and hang out and we'll do a meet and greet and stuff like that. Mm. 
I have no idea what that's going to look like even next season. Uh, it's just my personal hunch that probably all of next NBA season is played without fans too, at least maybe through the, the end of this calendar year. So it's, that's kind of tough to, to arrange the in-person things and, and schedule to maybe schedule some stuff around when Larry's in town, but you know, a lot of social media promotion, uh, a lot of, you know, just the overall network we're on and I'm trying to use and leverage the good guests that we've had. I mean, we've had a half dozen NBA players. We were only on episode 15 and uh, just, just kind of big local guys. So three of Larry's former teammates have been on, uh, we had Muggsy Bogues to come talk about what it was like to be in Space Jam. Uh, nice. Walt, Walt Williams is sort of a big local legend because he played at the University of Maryland. So I had Walt on. He played, you know, over a decade in the NBA. Um, tennis player Francis TFO, you know, has been as high as like 25 in the world. He's a, a Wizards fan. So we had him on just trying to get different people, a um, couple, couple writers, different perspectives like that. The NBA, you know, one of the problems for them the last few years has been do people even watch games anymore anyway? If you're if you're under a certain age, are you just watching highlights on Twitter? Like it's just a different world. It's really tricky. There was one thing where a commissioner was talking about 99 cent games for the fourth quarter because mm-hmm. most people just watch the fourth quarter if they watch it at all. But my my kids were huge Hawks and, and Warriors fans mm-hmm. and they just watch everything on highlights. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? You got to watch the game. <laughs> this is craziness. Well, is there anything you like? Are you still doing the blog? Is there anything you want to talk about, like your blog or tell people about where they can find the Believe podcast? Yeah, sure. So uh, it, for anybody that, that reads a decent amount of online sports content, there's um, one of the bigger platforms is called SB Nation. They have a Washington Wizards specific uh, blog called Bullets Forever, you know, just kind of harkening back to the original name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do some writing there. I just did an article the other week about six guys, uh, you know, the Wizards should consider signing to add to their roster for the end of the year. Uh, but a lot of times it's just sort of you know, focusing on some stuff we talk about on the show and, and trying to give it another, another twist and, and take on, uh, you know, take on those kinds of things. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the main thing that, that I do to, to keep active with the team and, and just, uh, stay involved in sports overall, other than this podcast. Uh, so anywhere, anywhere people get their podcasts, you know, uh, all, all the good stuff, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, anything like that's B L E A V in wizards. Uh, again, kind of co-hosted with former Wizard, 13-year NBA veteran Larry Hughes. We've got a bunch of big-time guests lined up for this summer. Probably have his former teammate Gilbert Arenas on in a couple weeks. Cool. Try to get some of the Wizards guys, you know, maybe maybe wait until after. Uh, it, it's a long shot that they'll make the actual playoffs. So maybe once they're technically eliminated or something, we can get a couple guys on, talk about what the the bubble experience was like. So. Uh, the running joke for them is that their hotel is called the Yacht Club at Disney. So uh, find out a little bit, you know, what life is like on the Yacht Club. <laughs> get some insight there. As far as podcasting and, and you, it, this is your first podcast, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have a broadcast journalism degree, so I've done a ton of radio. Um, I hosted my own college radio show back in the day. So I got got a pretty good sense for how to do that you know, all the sound levels and editing and, and make it sound reasonable. Uh, and, and I worked for ESPN radio for a while and a couple other, a couple outlets on, on radio shows, TV shows, things like that. So first official podcast, but I've kind of been showing up on other people's for the last couple of years. Right. And, um, 
Have you seen a surge or an increase in the video podcasts as far as the sports stuff? A lot of people, um, SB Nation, Bleacher Report, NBA.com, they're doing like some sports video podcasts. You know, honestly, not as much as as you would think. Um, It's some of the bigger outlets. Like I think ESPN's had a lot of spinoff content on YouTube and uh, they try to do like a Snapchat thing for a while. I don't know how successful that's been mm. for them. Uh, so stuff like that, you know, CBS Sports has been doing a lot of YouTube related content. But as far as, uh, you know, some of the more like website based stuff, I haven't seen that much. And, and it's kind of interesting to me. I think that would be, you know, an easy way for them to do that. I, I think maybe that's just a... <laughs> You know, some people prefer that particular medium that may not translate as well. But uh, the athletic does a lot of obviously athletic, con- you know, uh, coverage, and and they've had a lot of their writers also sort of do double duty as podcasters, and I think that sort of you know had varying degrees of success for them. But you know, they have I haven't seen any video content from them at all either. So hmm. it's just just kind of. That, you know, I think sometimes people are sort of slow to realize that, that that's an option. And yeah, uh, for us, it, it, it hasn't been. We put all of our podcast as audio files on YouTube. We haven't been posting right. the, the live feeds yet just because, uh, you know, there's every episode. There's been some cut out of audio or, you know, somebody's Internet goes out for a few minutes. And, yep. <laughs> that's uh, just I, part of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just not as skilled a, a video editor anymore. You know, it's been a decade for me since I've done that kind of stuff. So right. I'd, I'd want to clean ours up a little bit. And there's a good amount of and we goof around for 10 minutes before and after or talk about next week. And, right, right. So it doesn't work as well live for us as it does for you. So what would you, um, you have kind of an interesting, uh, kind of advice to give people because you're part of this network and you're also part of this team. What kind of advice would you give to people who want to be involved in sports podcasts? Would you say go and be a writer first or, or what would your advice be? Uh, that's a really good question. I mean, I think my first thing would be don't expect to make a lot of money from it. You know, sports in general is one of those things where, there's so many people that want to do it um, mm. that it's that it's a tough one to, you know, to to be profitable in. I think if you're that sort of top ten percenter, you can you can make a pretty big living. And you know, coming out of college, uh, I got offered a job at ESPN Radio, and it would have been, hey, come come be the DC you know producer for the Mike and Mike uh, show and and run it from here and run our local ads and. Uh, you'd be here three o'clock in the morning to get ready for the 5 a.m. show and all this stuff. And that was going to pay like 20 grand. I mean, it's, just, <laughs> it's one of those things. So if you want to make freelance money on the back end, you could come work games at night and collect sound at the game. So do you really want to work 24 hours a day just to, to kind of scrape by and stuff? So it's just they can always find somebody else that wants to work in sports. So I, I think my suggestion to a lot of people is have a day job. Um, do something you like to do and use this as a, as a way to kind of have something you're passionate about. And, uh, you know, I've had a couple experiences over the year, which is another reason why I didn't want to do this as a profession where if you just have a, a bad experience with somebody that you're a fan of, it, it just, it makes, it makes work tough. And now you've not only hurt your day job, but also your passion and your hobby. So it, it's just kind of nice to keep those things separate, I think. Yeah. Well, very cool, Matt. Um, 
I wish the wizards the best of luck. <laughs> yeah, thanks. We're going to need all help we can get. Yeah, exactly. So what? Um, there was there was John Wall, Bradley Beal, and uh, who was the third really good player there? I think he left. Uh, so they had Otto Porter for Otto a while. Porter. Where did he go? He got traded to the Chicago Bulls. Okay, um, that's right. Now, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, they offered him a max deal, and that sort of didn't work out for them maybe as well as they would have hoped. Um, I, I think he was really good in that sort of third-wheel route but didn't have uh, maybe star potential enough to justify a max contract. They already have Beal on a max and Walls on the whole super max. So if you've got $40 million of your $100 million committed to one player, it's – Really That's what a lot of people have said, yeah, is that they have those two guys with a ton of money. Yeah, just, there's not a whole lot you can do, especially – and it's been really unfortunate the wall's been hurt. But, uh, yeah, it's tough. It is what it is. All right, man. Well, you have a great day. Thanks so much for doing this. And I will – yeah. All right, you too. Take, Take care, man. Thanks for listening to the Lights, Camera, Pro podcast where entertainment pros talk about how they made their dream into a career. Go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks to Bob Jurgens for the Rockin' VO and Joseph McDade for the music. Next week, we have a very special guest. It's Shannon McVeigh. She's hilarious. She is the host of Awake in Atlanta. She's got a lot of fans. She's got a lot to say. It's going to be fun. Check it out next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.